Dark Days of Dorothy Gale contains content not suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Dark Days of Dorothy Gale Chapter 37 The Road South Dorothy and her traveling companions spent one more night in the palace before heading south. Joseph explained that down south there lived a witch by the name of Glinda. As far as he knew, she was the most powerful witch in Oz. She was far from the last witch in the land, but certainly the nicest, and most likely to be able to get Dorothy back home. The book from Lothor was apparently meant for her all along. That is, if Joseph was to be trusted. Glinda lived so far south that no map had ever documented what lies beyond. All maps simply stopped at her. As it turns out, Oz is not spherical. Instead, it is flat, and for the most part, unending. That is, as far as anyone knows, it's unending. The problem was, though, that Emerald was in the dead center of Oz, meaning that going so far south was not only incredibly dangerous, but it would be an incredibly long and arduous trek. On the plus side, however, this was not a gray area. The journey would lead them through the Blue Mountains and the Living Forest, a forest Joseph claimed would be far more perilous than any witnessed before. After the forest, they would find Idnis Etza, more commonly known as China Country. Once they found themselves on the other side of Idnis Etza, they would need to pass the razor grass of the Black Marsh. If they managed to make it any further, they would find themselves in the vaguely charted Quadling territory. Quadlings were a fierce tribe of munchkins that were actually able to inflict pain upon others. All this just to get to the Blue Ocean. Once they reached the Blue Ocean, they would have to find a way to cross it. Not only cross it, but pass through three separate islands each one successively more difficult than the last, each a struggle in and of itself. It was at the end of the third island that Glinda lived. To top it all off, it was not even clear if Glinda was still alive, let alone able to help, or willing to help for that matter. Dorothy was not excited for this. She just wanted to go home. It was very tempting to stay put in the palace for the rest of her days, but the sight of Joseph made her so sick, so physically sick, that no matter how royally she was treated, she knew she would never be happy there. Joseph was kind enough to give Mr. a satchel 
and the lion a set of saddlebags that draped over his large back. Dorothy, of course, carried her trademark backpack, with its usual supplies and then some. She was also given a sheath for Krista's knife. He gave them these items and supplied them well, claiming he felt guilty for lying to them and manipulating them the way he did. Dorothy, however, felt that it was probably more of a bribe, a way to keep them all from telling anyone else his secret. She promised to keep it despite her disgust with him and her frustration with the situation as a whole. She warned him, though, if Glinda proved unable to help or turned out to be dead, she would let Oz know that the wizard was not so great, but very, very terrible. With a newly drawn map, also courtesy of Joseph, the travelers set out southward. <laughs>